Support for The Bittersweet Life comes from our listeners. This week, we'd like to thank Lewis. Thank you so much for becoming our latest Patreon supporter. If you haven't already, join us on Patreon. Not only do you get to support the show you love and help make sure that it continues, but you also get fun bonus content. Every month, we put out two bonus episodes just for our patrons on Patreon, as well as our long-term donors. You can find us at patreon.com slash thebittersweetlifepodcast. There are also links on our website, thebittersweetlife.net. Enjoy the show! Welcome to Rome. This is The Bittersweet Life with Katie Sewell and Tiffany Parks. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. And we have at last arrived on our Day in the Life episode one year later. Last year, well, over a year now, many of you listeners sent in your snapshots of how it was going at the beginning of the pandemic lockdown, and we thought it would be fun to do a reflection on how are things looking around the world a little over a year from when we did that last show? And you responded, and so we have a great show of all sorts of perspectives from all over the world. It's going to be a blast. I can't wait to hear it. Yes. Well, why don't we just dive right in? Okay. Hey, Katie. Hey, Tiffany. It's Simon again, writing to you from the Bayside suburb of uh, Frankston, 45 kilometers from the state capital of Victoria, Melbourne, in Australia. I've just had a big day. First day at work in the office for 390 days. And that includes an 85-day stage four lockdown that we went through in, in the latter part of last year. Back at work in an office full of real people that you can look at and they can look at you and they're not on mute. Headphones were definitely needed to get some peace and quiet. And I met many of my co-workers uh, for the first time because we hired uh, 50 people over the last year and none of them had been into the office. So there was a lot of looking up and down and saying, you're taller than I thought you were, or you're shorter than I thought you were. Well, no one had said that, but I'm sure plenty of us were thinking that. Maybe even though thinking it about me. It was a day I'd been anticipating for a long time and didn't know I would enjoy it as much as I did, as we all did. So... It's the new normal and it's something to get used to. I'm just going to ease my way into it. That's my big news and that's my big day. Hi, Katie and Tiffany. This is Sarah from Montana. When I last recorded about a day in the life a year ago today, I was talking about how people were fighting in our local Walmart and Costco over the toilet paper and that they'd had to call the cops in to manage the situation. So I can happily say that is no longer the case here in Montana. There seems to be plenty of toilet paper to go around. And interestingly enough, Montana has been very... Oh, slow to adapt to change and hesitant to change. And so life here has not been that much different than it was pre-pandemic for a lot of people. My family and I, we just chose to stay secluded and be isolated and work from home and all of those things. But a good number of friends and extended family members chose not to do that and just carried on life as normal. As a result, almost everybody that I know has had COVID at one time or another in the last 12 months. And I have been to one funeral 
uh, due to COVID. And I had a number of friends who had close calls in the hospital. So there definitely has been a downside to people choosing to kind of ignore the pandemic and go on life as normal. That said, I'm now fully vaccinated, have been for a month and a half or so. Because there's so many leftover vaccines in Montana, it was easy to get one. And so I am enjoying that life actually is going back to normal. Hey, Katie. Ciao, Tiffany. I hope you guys are doing great. This is Steven. I'm in or around Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Love you guys. Total supporter. I will say that last February, about a month before things got really testy in the States, uh, I was able to go down to Brownsville and Matamoros and cook for a week uh, as a volunteer project for the refugees living in those despondent conditions, primarily tent cities. Well, a year plus later, vaccinated, both shots, and just came back last week from a, a week in McAllen, uh, working with people who are now able to come into the country and uh, at a humanitarian respite center through Catholic Charities. So super experience, much harder work than this white collar college educated boys used to. But, you know, the smile on children's faces when you're putting uh, a brand new pair of shoes on their feet and new socks uh, and the same for the women. It was beautiful. I was so happy to be blessed with the opportunity to serve and to welcome a new batch of hopefully future Americans. Thank you guys for everything that you do. You guys have been constant companions during this year especially, but uh, hopefully we'll continue to and appreciate you guys. Thanks. Hi, Katie. Hi, Tiffany. My name is Claire Brown and I'm sending this little recording from right on the sea in Split in the country of Croatia on the Adriatic. My day starts quite early so that I can enjoy a coffee with my husband on the balcony. It's nice to enjoy the sounds of his birds with a cup of coffee, to meditate on those sounds and watch the light and the sun come up over the sea. That is something that's very special to me and that has never changed. I've always enjoyed that time in the morning. When I finish work, I do what I do, I'm doing now, and that is to come down by the sea and just watch the waves crash on the beach. And again, that's something that has never really changed, especially at this time of year. What has changed is perhaps what you can maybe hear in the background. There's a cafe open behind me with people having drinks, coffee after work. I think that some of the things that have really changed for me in the past year is a... I suppose it's a new appreciation of my very, very tight, small circle of friends. The other thing is, I suppose, work-related. I've really enjoyed the availability of online courses and online conferences. I'm a librarian, and it's really great to connect with other information people across the globe. And now we can do it. Rather than getting on an aeroplane and going to a conference, we just click a button, and we're there. I suppose finally, nature, I think, even though the world has shrunk, I think your immediate world has grown because you're just not taking it for granted. You know, the sea, the mountains, the gardens, and sort of working on the land to grow fruit and vegetables. You know, all this, all these things are so small and yet so important. That's what this year has hopefully taught me. And I hope that other people have discovered the appreciation of their backyard and getting to know it better. 
I hope you're all keeping well and keep up the good work. I really enjoy your show. Bye. Hi, Katie. Hi, Tiffany. This is Drek in Humble, Texas. As you all know, I'm a first responder, so I was considered essential and have had to work all throughout the pandemic. Not much has changed for me throughout the year, except I wasn't able to take my granddaughter to dinner on Friday nights. Here in Houston, Kroger and Home Depot both stayed open, so I was able to get my groceries and stay busy. Also, as a first responder, I was able to get my Moderna shots in January and February. That is comforting to me. It also opens the door for me to attend a larger family gathering in June with all fully vaccinated adults. What is really different for me now is that my daughter is out of town for an extended period of time and I am solo parenting my three-year-old granddaughter. That is a challenge and I guess we'll see how it goes. Wish me luck. Hi, Katie and Tiffany. This is Dana in Southern California. And it is approximately 12.30 in the afternoon and I am in my car using the speaker system to send you this voice memo as I commute back home from work. And I am a music teacher and I have been teaching online all year, but my school went back to a hybrid teaching situation about a month ago. So now I drive approximately 25 to 30 minutes to my school and I teach Zoom lessons from my school classroom because music and PE are still being taught virtually due to the sharing of instruments and PE materials and singing and breathing hard and things like that that are not yet allowed. And so I drive to work and I teach on Zoom from my office and then I drive back home. So it feels a little ridiculous because it would be much easier just to be Zooming from my home office. But it is more equitable that if some teachers are coming into school to teach kids, then the rest of the teachers should also be coming into work. I can't say that I've missed commuting, and now I'm back doing it again. All right, goodbye. Hello, my name is Jacob Padilla, and I am in Stockholm, Sweden. A year ago, I was sitting in Stockholm being very... Uh, angry and upset that the Swedes have taken such a fundamentally laxed and laissez-faire attitude towards coronavirus. And so I uh, I made a big decision. Um, one of the reasons I, I, I'm a new listener to the podcast, one of the reasons I started listening to the podcast is because um, I've recently gotten a job in Genoa. Uh, so I will be moving to uh, Italy in a few months to start working in Genoa. So at the moment, I am busily looking for a tenant for my apartment and packing and deciding what I will take and what I will not take. So I'm filled with lots of hope and excitement and um, just happiness that I've been pushed to make a big decision and that it's leading me to uh, Italy. Ciao, Katie and Tiffany, and everyone listening around the world. This is Karen messaging you from Trentino in the north of Italy. What's life like compared to last year? Well, the birds are still singing in full chorus. Their life hasn't changed. Work for me is about the same. There are 
more people around, but I'm still working from home a couple days a week. The thing that has changed are activities outside the house. My daughter is allowed to go to gymnastics, and she just had her first competition for the year. Parents weren't allowed to attend, but we watched from YouTube, and she scored first place. Last summer, we were allowed to travel all of Italy, and we took full advantage traveling as far as Rome, and besides wearing masks and social distancing, life seemed quite normal. Once winter hit, we were once again in partial lockdown, and since then in partial lockdown off and on. Every few weeks, the restrictions are changing, like Tiffany mentioned, with the different color zones. We did a ton of snowshoeing this year, but then we turned orange and red and orange again. So we were required to stay closer to home. And believe me, we have explored thoroughly every trail within walking distance and even a few a bit farther away. On the one hand, it sucks not being able to do much, but I feel that it's necessary for the health of everyone. What I'm really frustrated with is the rollout of vaccines. It started out fine, but it came to a screeching halt with the canceling of appointments. I don't really understand why folks back home in the U.S., 16 and older, are eligible, whereas here it's like 70 and older. Given time, I think everyone around the world will have access to vaccines. I don't know how long it'll be, and if mentally we can stay sane, but let's hope for less, a less restricted summer. Take care and stay healthy. Ciao. Hi, Tiffany and Katie. This is Hillary from San Francisco. It's a Monday, so that means I had just finished my Zoom ballet class, and I am looking out my back window. I'm overlooking a nearby restaurant patio, and I can see that there are people seated outside at tables. There are fewer tables than normal, spread farther apart, but it's nice to see that there's people outside, and when I open the window, I can hear the pleasant chatter of people nearby. So that's one change that's happened recently in my area. I realized I should open my window and record a little of the sound because I thought Katie might like that. So here's a little sound. You can also hear the rumble of the streetcar a little bit in the background. If you could hear some of that deep rumbling sound. That's a little snapshot of San Francisco. Hey, Katie and Tiffany. Um, so I am in a way different place than I was a year ago. Uh, so a year ago, I was talking about working from my basement office, feeling like my house was too small, complaining about remote learning, uh, and having to be a kindergarten teacher on top of my own job, which was all hard. Uh, but here we are a year later, and basically everything's changed. Um, kids have been in school most of the year. We moved to a larger house about a month ago, a month and a half ago. And so I have my own office on the top floor that has heat and insulation and walls, which is nice. Uh, and yeah, I've, I'm vaccinated. So I think there's a lot of room for optimism now, which is very different than it was a year ago. So thanks for helping us get through this year. It was fun. Katie here, stepping in real quick to tell you about Love Letter, a game that Derek and I played a lot during the lockdown. In Love Letter, a noble princess is looking for an ideal partner and confidant to help her with her royal duties when she assumes the throne. You must prove your worth and gain her trust by enlisting allies, friends and family of the princess, to carry a letter of intent to her. Can you earn the princess's trust and become her confidant? That's the question. Love Letter is simple to play. 
You draw a card and play a card on your turn, and use the character's abilities on the card to stay in the round and get your letter closer to the princess. It's a game for two to six players, and it's quick. It plays in about 20 minutes and fits in your pocket, so you can take it anywhere. Love Letter is appropriate for ages 10 and up, and is available for $11.99 through Z-Man Games. You can also find it at Target, your local game store, or at zmangames.com. I really love this game. I've taken it with me traveling, too. Back to the show. Hello, Katie and Tiffany. It's Nancy calling from the Toronto area. Toronto is supposed to be in a lockdown, but because this is our third, maybe even our fourth, I've lost track, lockdown, people are only kind of sort of taking it seriously. And we should be taking it seriously because we are definitely, definitely into the third wave big. My life in general, a year and a bit after the start of the pandemic, really has not changed much over the last year. I have a school-age son. He's 16, so he's doing all of his school online. That has kind of worked out for him, but I definitely see some unhappiness and restlessness setting in. My workplace, because we are considered an essential service, is still going on, which I'm grateful for because it means I'm not out of any income. However, uh, people are understandably confused and concerned should they, should they not be going into work every day. Our politicians, well, I don't envy them. I'm not going to sit in judgment because I don't know what I would do if I were them. But I will say that the messages they're handing down are extremely confusing. And in closing, I just want to share with you that I just looked down and I realized that two of my blouse buttons were undone. So I was promenading through the grocery store, exposing my lovely athletic bra. But hey, maybe it brought some cheer to somebody else, which I guess is all good. I love your podcast. Listen to it often. In fact, was listening to it on my earbuds in the grocery store. So keep up the good work, ladies. Really, really, really enjoy the bittersweet life. Bye-bye. This is Pat in Port Townsend, Washington, and it's... Tuesday, a little after three o'clock. I'm sitting in my studio getting ready to create some of my um, beaded embroidered jewelry and other work. I've been outside in the garden most of the day. It is just beautiful this time of year. I'm looking down on a pink crab apple and there's calla lilies. The daffodils are about done, but the Welsh poppies are coming and calendula. The lilacs are starting. It's actually just a mass this time of year of yellow, purple, and white. I love it. Most of my friends are vaccinated, so after taking a year and a half off, we're going to start playing Mahjong again tonight, which is something to look forward to. About 45% of the people in Jefferson County are fully vaccinated, so it's getting to feel freer and easier, although it's not a bad place any time of the year. So all is good. I'm in my happy space. Take care. Hello. My name is Jennifer Anton, and I live in London and also in Lake Como. But we haven't been able to get to Lake Como since October because of the lockdowns and coronavirus. Right now, I'm sitting in my living room next to my pug and looking at the beautiful British sunshine, which is unusual, but we have it today. Life is good. We're all safe, thank God and hoping that ultimately we get through this quickly. 
very concerned about countries like India, very concerned about people in Italy as well. I was lucky enough through the coronavirus to have the time and the gift of time to be able to finish my novel, Under the Light of the Italian Moon. I specifically wrote wrote a novel about Italian women during the rise of fascism and World War II and the resilience of these women. But I'm reminded that the resilience of women and the resilience of anyone connected with Italy from that time remains today. The moon that looks over us each night, it's the same moon that looked over them. So I'm sending a message of love and strength and resilience. We will all be together again. So sending lots of love to everyone. Bye. Hi, Tiffany and Katie. This is Valerie calling from Austin, Texas. I'm sitting here in my new garage turned art studio with the doors open, listening to the sycamore trees blowing in the wind. Soon it will be months of 100 degree weather, so I'm enjoying every moment of spring. During COVID, we've spent the last year in our tiny house with our three loud, rambunctious kids. We've had some really lovely moments together as a family, going hiking and hanging out. But 2020 was the year from hell in so many ways. We've been fortunate to have lots of vaccines here in Texas now. Our boys are so happy to be back at school and soccer. And I'm in my quiet studio, so things are feeling a lot better on our end. Italy is always in my heart. Thank you for your inspiring, thought-provoking show. Ciao. Hi, Katie and Tiffany. This is Mike Strong responding to your request for what's happening in our lives here in uh, Edmonds, Washington. Coincidentally, it was the 20th of April in 2020 that I last sent you a memo, so things can be compared quite favorably. Our life hasn't changed that much. It's still uh, beautiful in the Northwest with our morning five-mile walks through forest and Glen with beautiful flowers, roadies, acelias, etc. And then an afternoon of playing guitar and singing and creating some outrageous songs. The one difference for me is that uh, as I hit my 80th year, I've had cataract surgery and all of a sudden things are a lot brighter and more colorful than they were a year ago. So we hope to return to travel at some point in the near future. And we hope that we can convince more people that this virus is serious and that they need to take precautions and get vaccinated. We wish you well and hope for the future. Hi, Katie and Tiffany. This is Eula from Ontario, Canada. This time last year, I was distancing from friends and relatives so that everyone stayed safe. My husband and I did get out a lot and enjoyed hikes, bike rides, and day trips close by our home. Today, our province is again under lockdown. I'm still distancing from friends and relatives, and we continue to find our peace outside in nature. Vaccines are very slow here in Canada. I've been waiting for my age group to come up so I can book my first shot, and just today I booked it for May 27th. The second one will be in September, as the health officials here want more people vaccinated with one shot than less people with two shots. It's not optimal, but I guess it makes sense, and there's not much I can do but wait my turn. I'm retired and have been waiting to travel. When things open up, I'll likely travel in Canada, and maybe in 2022, I'll take that California trip that was supposed to happen in 2020. That's all. Thank you so much for regularly appearing in my podcast feed. 
You two have been a ray of sunshine over the past year. Bye. Hello, Katie and Tiffany and the wonderful audience of Bittersweet Life Podcast. Ha! It is indeed one year later. Uh, My name is Stephanie. I am also a podcaster and now a podcast editor. And that's one of the things that has massively changed over the past year. Uh, I moved from Germany, where my husband and I were trying to get set up before the pandemic hit, to Albania, the capital of Albania, which is called Tirana. It's just next to Italy. In fact, Tirana is half hour to the beach and then just pop across the water, just pop across, (laughs) and you're in Bari, Italy. But yeah, it was kind of a COVID thing. It very much that was a COVID thing. Our job seeker visa in Germany ran out before we could find jobs because of all the job freezes, because of COVID, because, 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 because. But we have landed in a very safe situation. I mean, COVID's still raging almost everywhere as it is here. But we're once again across from a park, which was intentional. So I get to walk outside every day. There's a huge cafe and outdoor restaurant culture here so when we're feeling a little too you know closed in we are able to go and have interactions with one person with a mask on the waiter and and feel somewhat human again Um, vaccines are incredibly slowly being rolled out here but as expats we're waiting to see if we will fall into any category of folks to get them and that is part of the um uncertainty of right now but we are okay. We're definitely okay. We've been very lucky with both ourselves as well as our family in the U.S. Everybody that we know that has gotten COVID has been extremely lucky just to have lingering symptoms. And my heart goes out to everybody who's had oh, family members that have had more complicated situations than that. There's still mostly just uncertainty in our lives, but I feel like after a year, I've gotten a lot better (laughs) with dealing with uncertainty. This isn't uh, where we will be long term, but for now, for today, for this moment, that's where we are. Again, uncertainty. I appreciate you checking in with all of us, and I really look forward to hearing what everybody else has been not up to because we know what we've been up to how everybody else's life has changed over the past year thank you so much for keeping going during this crazy time it's been a joy to listen to your stories well we traverse through this different world that we're in thanks so much bye what a journey these past 12 13 months have been yes and i like the uh the note of optimism in many of those dispatches Thank you, everyone, for sending in those voice memos. It was so fun to hear from you. And it's always fun to hear your voices, your actual voices. Because Tiffany and I know you're there, but we so rarely get to actually hear you. (laughs) So a lot of fun. Thank you so much. And until next time. This is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. Join us again. Bye. (laughs) Bye.